This is Smoking Dave, and you're listening to a man who is eagerly anticipating the cure for baldness. It's the Kevin Friedman Show. Now it's Tuesday, June 26th, and another SportsGossip.com podcast is on the air. I'm your host, Kevin Friedman, along with my announcer, Smokin' Dave, and together we will bring you 10 of the hottest stories off the SportsGossip.com website. Dave, start us off with story number one. LeBron James reportedly doesn't want a recruiting circus. NBA free agency starts July 1st, and if LeBron does decide to leave the Cavs, his agents are saying he has enough understanding of the stakes in the NBA landscape to handle the process without much fanfare. As of today, the rumor is LeBron is either staying home with the Cavs or going to Los Angeles, but Houston does still have an outside chance of getting him. This Friday is a big day. LeBron has until this Friday to pick up his $35.6 million player option with the Cavs, and if he does pick that up, that can make Houston a strong contender because they can do a sign and trade and maneuver their salary cap to be able to keep most of their roster and add LeBron. And now that Carmelo Anthony has opted back in with Oklahoma City, which pretty much takes them out of contention, Houston is the only team in my eyes that gives LeBron a chance to beat Golden State and win another championship. If he goes to L.A., even with Paul George, that team finished 11th in the West last year. They were 35-47. and I don't care if you're adding Paul George and LeBron to that team. They're still not even close to as good as Golden State. I don't know about you, but the NBA is a lot less exciting when you know the team that's going to win the championship before the season starts. And that's pretty much been the case for the past two years. And if LeBron goes to L.A. or stays in Cleveland, then you might as well make it three years. So LeBron, for the sake of NBA fans, consider the Houston Rockets because they're the only team that's going to give you a legit chance at an NBA title. Dave, what's next? Michael Rappaport, Glenn Davis, and Baron Davis stopped a passenger from opening the emergency exit on a plane. Some idiot thought the emergency exit on a plane was the bathroom door and was about to try to open it when actor Michael Rappaport and the Davis boys jumped in and saved the day. They restrained the guy until the flight attendants showed up, and their quick action could have saved the entire plane's life. I mean, these guys are heroes. Congrats to them. And in addition to being a hero, Michael Rappaport's a very underrated actor. He's been in a ton of great movies in his career, and two standout performances I can think of are the movie Big Fan and an episode of Louie where he played a cop. Watch either of those and you'll appreciate his acting skills. Not to mention he's hilarious on the Howard Stern wrap-up show. So now he can add hero to his title, but my real question is who is this idiot who thinks an emergency exit is a bathroom? I mean, this moron should be banned from going in public, let alone going on a plane. What's that, Dave? The guy who tried to open the emergency exit is on the phone? Alright, put him on. Hey guy, you there? Listen, man, I do not appreciate what you say about me. I had to go pee-pee on airplane. I thought that was door to make pee-pee. Yeah, well, when you go to make pee-pee on an airplane, you gotta pay attention. You almost killed everybody on the plane. Listen, this is a common mistake. I did this last week at Empire State Building. I set up emergency exits because I thought I was going to make pee-pee and open the wrong door. As a matter of fact, I have to go now because I have to make a pee-pee. 
Eey, that guy's got bladder issues. Let's just hope he doesn't endanger any lives when he goes to make this pee-pee. Dave, what's next? Toyota made the Michael Jordan of robots. A Toyota-sponsored Japanese basketball team has just unveiled Q, a basketball-playing robot that has perfect accuracy when it comes to free throws. When they pitted Q against professional players, Q won. But apart from its great shooting skills, there's not much else it can do. You can go to sportsgossip.com to watch this video of Q in action. And I'm told on the line is Q himself. Q, welcome to the show, buddy. Hello, Kevin Friedman. Can you believe Shaquille O'Neal only shot 52% from the free throw line in his career? What a pussy. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, but what would you have done against him in the post? I am only authorized to discuss free throws. Alright, well, you have anything else to say before we let you go? Did you happen to see the West World season finale last Sunday? It was confusing as shit. I am a robot, and even I didn't understand it. I'll agree with you there. That West World finale was very confusing. Q, thanks for the call. Dave, what's next? Julian Edelman to mount vigorous appeal of suspension on Monday. Edelman's appeal of his four-game suspension for PED use will be heard by the NFL on Monday, and there are two key issues at hand. First off, he's saying the substance he tested positive for wasn't one of the league's drug testers recognized. And issue number two is he claims the NFL mishandled his documentation and delivery of his results. Now, the first issue I don't even understand. If the drug testers don't recognize it, then how did he test positive for it? I mean, I don't claim to be the brightest guy, but this doesn't make any sense. But either way, if I'm a Patriots fan, I'm hoping he just takes the four-game suspension and he's 100% healthy and ready to go in Week 5. Because let's be honest, the Patriots win their division every year, and whether or not Edelman plays the first four games is going to make no difference. The only thing that matters is he's healthy for the playoffs, which playing four or less regular season games will help him be. I mean, let's be honest, he's injury prone. But it looks like Edelman's going to appeal, and Patriots fans better hope this doesn't get delayed or reversed in the future, because if he gets those four games later in the season, that could be an issue. Dave, what's next? Don't invite LiAngelo Ball to Summer League. The Lakers officially informed LiAngelo Ball late Thursday night that he will not be on their Summer League team. Lonzo's younger brother was not drafted after working out for the Lakers and Golden State, and he is still hoping to score a Summer League invite elsewhere. Now, I've said a bunch of times on this podcast that LiAngelo Ball was the one Ball brother that was not going to play in the NBA, but you think a team would at least put him in a Summer League, if nothing else, to draw some ratings and some attention to your team. I mean, he deserves a chance at least, but what he really should do is go back to UCLA and beg them to take him back. Or find another college that'll let him come play basketball and earn a degree, because he's probably going to need it. His dad may be a great PR machine, but he's doing LiAngelo a disservice by keeping him out of college. The guy could probably be a very decent Division I player, and like I said, he can get an education. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen, so let's hope some team at least gives him a chance in the Summer League. On the phone, I see we have LiAngelo Ball's number one fan. Dave, who is this guy? He called up and said he wanted to talk about LiAngelo. He's a huge fan. All right, let's give him a try. LiAngelo Ball's number one fan. You're on the air. 
Hey, I'm LiAngelo Ball's biggest fan, and I wrote a song about him. You wanna hear it? Oh, this should be good. Yeah, go ahead. LiAngelo Ball, y'all. He's gonna stand tall, y'all. He's the best player in the NBA, y'all. He's LiAngelo Ball, y'all. Ugh, I had to cut that off. I couldn't take one more second of that. Dave, if that guy ever calls back, hang up on him. All right, that's five stories down, and we got five to go, but we got to take a break, so we'll be back right after this. Hey there, this is Antonio Finkelstein, and you may know me from my world-famous prostitution app, but today I'm here to talk to you about my second business, which is nude photography. I, Antonio Finkelstein, will come to your house and take tasteful nude pictures just for you. No longer do you need to take those naked selfies with bad lighting and bad angles when I will come right to your door and take those fantastic yet tasteful nude photos for you. So book your reservation by going to Antonio Finkelstein's prostitution app and click the button that says Naked Photos. And I'll be at your door taking tasteful nude photos of you in no time. And we're back. Dave, give us that next story. Hold on, I'm booking an appointment with Antonio Finkelstein. What do you mean? You already booked an appointment with him last time he ran this commercial. I know, but I bought this penis pump a couple weeks ago, and I'm up to two and a half inches, and I want some new pictures to show it off. Yeah, well, before you book your appointment, will you give us the next story, please? Colin Sexton spotted at airport in Cavs jersey. The Cavs' rookie guard and number one pick will be wearing Kyrie Irving's old number two when he takes the court for the Cavs next season. He obviously isn't feeling the pressure because he was wearing his jersey at the airport, and you can check out pictures at sportsgossip.com. Included in this article is one of the dumbest quotes I've ever read from who else? Skip Bayless, who basically says if LeBron stays with Sexton and the Cavs, that they'll win the East next year. FYI, Skip. LeBron just won the East with a team that would struggle to win 30 games without him this year. And he's been there eight years in a row. So way to make a bold prediction, you putts. Dave, what's next? Giants closer Hunter Strickland considering anger management. Well, he's out six to eight weeks for breaking his pinky on his pitching hand after punching a door. So I'm thinking anger management might be the right thing for this guy. You can go to sportsgossip.com to read an apology he wrote on Instagram. Strickland has had several outbursts on the national stage. He got into it with Royals catcher Salvador Perez in Game 2 of the World Series a couple of years ago. And I remember he threw at Bryce Harper because of a grudge he was holding for three years. What's that, Dave? On the phone is Hunter Strickland himself? Alright, put him on. Hunter, you're on the air. You motherfucker! I'm pissed off! What did I do? I don't like that story you just did about me, goddammit! I might just come over there and fuck you up and then fuck Smoking Dave up! I'm pissed off! Ah! I had to cut him off, too. He definitely can use some anger management. Dave, what's next? Rick Flair's daughter Charlotte's 
Body issue pictures. Listen, I don't want to sound like a dick, but this ESPN The Body Issue is just not for me. Whether it's Charlotte Flair, Sue Bird, or whoever. I am not a fan of these pictures, and I won't even look at the male pictures. I mean, no offense, but if I want to see a naked chick, I'll go to YouPorn. I mean, these girls are in good shape, but they're in too good a shape. And again, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but if a woman's more muscular than I am, I'm just not interested in seeing that. Eee, if you want to put Kate Upton in the body issue, I'm in. But for now, I'm out. If you want to check out these pictures, you can go to sportsgossip.com. Dave, what's your verdict on the body issue? cheeks that I have. My immaculate butt cheeks should be on the cover of this magazine. Well, Dave, there's always next year. Now, what's next? World Cup reporter Julia Guimaraes destroys man who tries to kiss her. I don't know what's wrong with these Russian guys. She's the second reporter at the World Cup who's been accosted on camera while doing a report by some Russian guy who thinks it's okay to just walk up and start kissing reporters. One guy even copped a feel on one of these girls. Luckily, Julia was able to avoid this creep and then started yelling at him on camera, never do this to a woman. She's getting all type of support on social media, and you can go to sportsgossip.com to watch this video and see pictures of this creepy guy. And I'm told on the line to discuss this is a very sad man. It's the owner of Ivan Babushka's Dining Emporium and everybody's favorite Russian, Ivan Babushka. Ivan, I was sorry to see your Russian guys lost to Uruguay 3 to nothing yesterday. It has not been excellent day at Ivan Babushka's dining emporium. First, Russia loses to those bastards Uruguay, and then trumpet playing bear abandons me. Man, Ivan, I've never heard you this depressed. For the next two days, I am going to drown my sorrows in vodka and vatruska. Well, Ivan, I was told you wanted to talk about the Russian groper, but you sound too depressed to talk about anything. But thanks for the call. Dave, give us that final story. Check out James Harden's MVP NBA outfits. The NBA awards took place last night. Ben Simmons won Rookie of the Year. Ex-Toronto Raptors coach Dwayne Casey, who was fired by the team and now works for Detroit, won Coach of the Year. And James Harden won the MVP. You can go to sportsgossip.com to look at a picture of his outfit at this award show. And this looks like a Fran Dito special. Guy's wearing a giant tan trench coat with tan pants and flower print all over him. And it looks absolutely ridiculous. And the sad thing is, if you change that outfit to all black, he'd look fantastic. Yet with these flowers all over it, it looks ridiculous. Now I purposely waited until the end of the show to do this story because I didn't want that weirdo Frandito, who's Tom Brady and LeBron James' personal stylist, to call in and yell at me. But it looks like I'm out of luck because he's on the line. All right, go ahead, Frandito. Hurry up because it's the end of the show. Kevin Friedman, you wouldn't know fashion if it hit you on the backside of your tuchus, honey. James Harden flew me personally to Houston just to dress him tonight. I dressed him in that tan suit with the flowers all over it. He looks gorgeous. All right, that's enough of Frandito and enough of this show. That'll wrap it up for another SportsGossip.com podcast. I want to thank my announcer, Smoking Dave, all the weirdos that called in, 
and of course, you for listening. As always, for these stories and much, much more, you can visit us at sportsgossip.com. Our next podcast is Friday, and until then, we'll see you next time.